Welcome to the Call to Serve podcast. An inside look at missionary service and its lifelong impact. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Called to Serve podcast. I'm Nathan, your host, once again with another episode. I We have a wonderful episode today in the works for you. I'm here with Riley Berg. She's from Clinton, Utah, which she tells me it's about 40 minutes north of Salt Lake, for those who are wondering where that is. She is called to serve in the Columbia, South Carolina mission, and she is counting down the days, but like 12 days away, basically. it's um, She's going to be reporting on July 10th, which I guess at the time that this will be released, it'll be uh, a bit less than 12 days. So, but Riley, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, no, we're excited to have you on the show and excited to just learn about you, your story, and just the reason why you decided to serve. So without further ado, what, um, you know, what led you to decide to serve a mission? I mean, there's so many other things. I say this a lot, but there's so many other things that you could be doing, you know, as a young adult, but you decided to serve yes. Why is that? Um, well, I am younger than everybody else in my grade, so I did kind of have time to go to college and experience all that, but I've known for a few years that I've wanted to serve a mission. Um, when I was about 11 years old, I received the, um, missionary lessons in my home with my family. Um, my older sister had been a member of the church, but the rest of us weren't, and I was just kind of curious about and the things that she believed in, and she ended up serving a mission not long after um, I was baptized. But I just remember the feeling that the missionaries brought into my home. And just the second that they walked into my house, there was just this warm, bright spirit, and I had never felt anything like that before. And so I guess the reason I want to serve a mission is because if I can bring that feeling into even one person's home, then I will just feel so, so good about myself. I just remember being so grateful for those men for and women, <laughs> um, but especially for those young men who had just left their families and um, decided that serving the Lord was where they needed to be. And um, I think that serving the Lord is where I need to be, especially because he helped me when I was so young. So now it's kind of my time to go put my time forward and, help other families do the same, I guess. That's really cool. That's a really neat experience. And after, I guess, after that experience, did your whole family end up joining the church or? Yeah. So my dad, he um, worked to get the Melchizedek priesthood. And so he baptized me. My younger sister was actually nine at the time. So we got baptized on the same day. And then six months later, my family was sealed in the Salt Lake City Temple. Oh. Wow, that's wonderful. I know it's very cool story. I love telling it. <laughs> yeah, no, that that is that is really cool, and that's you know as a missionary, that's just such a neat, sweet experience because, and and we we've talked about this on the podcast previously, but I mean on the mission as a missionary, you go through a lot of hard times, but it's always those good times, you know, those sweet experiences, those powerful experiences like that that just mm-hmm. like blow it out of the water you know like it, it doesn't matter what you've gone through in the past as a missionary like if you have something like that like an opportunity you know to 
to bless someone's life like like those missionaries did you know it's just such a neat experience so that's super cool and so how was it for your older sister like was she super active because you mentioned she was a, a member for a while right yeah so she's six years older than me she um actually was invited to go to a girls camp when she was about 12 and things just took off from there for her the rest of my family took us a little bit longer um so we went about five more years without the church and so she was in the middle of preparing for her mission when I wanted to receive the missionary lessons just because I wanted to know a little bit more about what she was going to leave us for I mean I we had pretty much zero religious beliefs and so for my sister to say hey I'm gonna leave you guys to go talk about what I believe in I was just very curious about that so yeah and I've actually heard um of another sister in particular that was kind of upset actually I think it was she like her brother was going to go on a mission and she was kind of upset like oh like they're taking you away from us like mm-hmm. like what is this and and so I don't know if it was it was those, those kind of feelings are more of just like out of curiosity you know yeah for me for me it was a little bit more curiosity and I think just the fact that um like the message that the missionaries had shared for me was just mm-hmm. perfect in the fact that that's what I need to hear and that's what I needed to learn about that my sister was about to go do and so everything just kind of came together and really put me at ease about what she was doing and what I was joining I guess yeah that's wonderful and I mean yeah. you, I don't know at that point did you know that you were also going to do that or was that still kind of on the back burner um my older sister is honestly my biggest role model and so um and I I found the message of the church and I just immediately loved it. And so for probably within like a year of joining the church, I knew that I wanted to serve a mission kind of to follow in my sister's footsteps kind of because, you know, I just loved the missionaries that taught me. So super cool. So cool. Well, thank you so much for, for sharing that, that story. I can definitely tell it's, it's close to your heart. And so thank you a lot for for sharing that and no doubt it will definitely inspire people and like i was saying you know there's the mission is definitely not easy but you know if you can (laughs) those those sweet experiences whether it's you know just like that or just different you know you what you even just just meeting someone nice on the street and sharing a brief message with them and helping them have just feel the spirit just briefly just such a sweet experience for sure it's really powerful. But Riley, what have been some things you've been doing to uh, to get ready to serve? Um, well, before I tell you what I've been doing to get ready, I'm going to tell you a little bit what I've struggled with as preparing. Yeah, no, that's Because perfect. it goes hand in hand. Yeah. Um, but because I am a convert, I really struggled with the fact that I didn't grow up going to primary and learning scripture stories or whatnot. And so to prepare for my mission I have dove into the scriptures I um have just really really tried to get to know the book of Mormon and especially like the old testament the bible a little bit because I'm Mm -hmm. going to go serve in the bible belt but my answers are kind of just the primary answers scriptures are for sure a number one thing um and also the best thing 
the best decision that I've made in preparing is working in the temple. So I went through the temple a few months ago and about a month after I went through, I decided to start working there. And because I understand as a missionary, you're definitely teaching a lot about the plan of salvation. And I don't think that there's any better place to learn about the plan of salvation than in the temple. And so I've been working in the temple today. I actually have my last shift there, which is kind of sad, but Hmm. um, scriptures, temple, Temple attendance and working in the temple have just been amazing for me to participate in. You know that you put it that way, really out of any place to learn about the plan of salvation. That really is, yeah, I definitely would agree. That's the number one place just because it's just, you can learn so much about who you, you know, who you were, who you are and who you can become and sure. everything in between. It's, it's pretty, 100%. pretty yes. cool. And, and I liked how you mentioned just about scripture study, because I think a lot of times, you know, you said, oh yeah, it's just the primary answers, but, but you know, they're the prime, they're, they are the primary answers for a reason. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of times it's, it's easy to kind of be like, oh yeah, just like, just this, like, it's not a big deal. Or even like when, you know, when we do read scriptures, it's easy to just be like, okay, well, I need to read scriptures every day. So might as well just check the box, you know, and that's not that's not going to do too much good, you know, because the goal is to to grow closer to Christ and to grow your relationship with him and with God and just to have a spiritual experience essentially. And I like that you mentioned just taking a deep, like a deep dive into the scriptures and, Mm -hmm. and that's cool. You know, like I can definitely see how it could pose a bit of a, challenge or struggle in the sense that, you know, yeah, I didn't, I didn't have years to go to seminary. I didn't have years to go to primary. You know, I wasn't singing about this when I was three years old, you know, like (laughs) there's definitely a difference, but, but I think just the fact that you seek it out, you know, that you're, how do I say this, that you're diligent, but also I guess, determined and then you yeah. kind of took it into your own hands. You took it into your own hands to like, okay, like if anyone's going to teach this to me, like I need to just like learn this, like, cause I'm going to be needing to teach it to others. Yes. That's what my fear has been is I just don't want to go out there. I think missionary work is hard and I'm probably going to fall on my face just a little bit and yeah. that's okay. Yeah. But I don't want to, I didn't want to fall on my face completely. And so I just figured, what I what I did is I went through the Book of Mormon specifically looking for um, people who were missionaries, how to be a better missionary, et cetera, et cetera. And I think as I've done that, I'm like, oh, my goodness, I relate to this story so much better than I did, you know, when I just read it before. So now it really sticks to my brain. So that's been yeah. super helpful as well. Yeah, no, that's very cool. Very cool. And yeah, for those listening, I mean, maybe, maybe try that, you know, if you're struggling, whether it's, you know, struggling with your personal study to find, you know, different ways to make it more effective um, or just looking for ways to, to be better prepared for the mission. I think that's a great idea, you know, that, that Riley had and likely it was from the spirit, right. Just to inspire you to do that, (laughs) just, you know, to, to, yeah, look for examples of missionaries in the scriptures, look for, 
you know, yeah, what what questions could you potentially be asked? Obviously, you're not going to, it's going to be possible to to look up and find, you know, possibly think of everything you're going to be asked as a missionary. That's just not going to happen. But definitely the common ones, those mm-hmm. would be worthy to to study. But, but Riley, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, for sharing your story and your advice. Um, I guess, well, your wisdom, we haven't gone completely to the advice part yet. But Riley, what advice would you give to those that are, you know, maybe a few months, maybe a couple years, um, kind of behind in a sense where you're at right now, where you're like leaving in 12 days, um, you know, those that maybe are about to get their call or still considering, maybe they're still in high school. What advice would you give them? Um, I would definitely say that. I haven't even been on a mission and I already know that serving mission is the best decision that I have made and will make in my life. Um, But it's because of that decision that the adversary is very much pushing on me. And I have never, ever felt um, so stricken down by him as I do right now. Mm. And so I think my advice would be whether you're going to serve a mission in 12 days, whether it's going to be in two years, whether it's down the road with a spouse, um, serving a mission is a very, very hard thing to do. And um, I think just going into it with your head up and knowing that you're not doing it alone. Um, I have felt very alone lately. I'm like, oh my goodness, my family's going to have each other when I leave, but I'm going to have nobody. Hmm. Well, that's actually not true because I have my savior, Jesus Christ. And I also know that he's going to put people in my life, whether it's at the NPC and my actual mission who are going to become like family to me and they're going to help me through. So to sum that up, I just think that my advice would be to keep your head up. um, And no matter how hard it gets in the preparing process um, to just follow through with it. I've just been telling myself, just you need to make it until you get set apart. Cause once you get set apart, the Lord's going to help you even more than he's helping you right now. And I just have to remember that when, like I said, the adversary is like, Riley, you can't do this. What are you doing with your life? Um, well, I'm not alone. I have my savior with me and he's going to help me get through it. And he's going to help me teach people like I've always wanted to. 100%. That's yeah. That's just a great way to look at it really, because you're never truly alone. Right. You know, there's always, mm-hmm. you know, Christ is always there. And yeah. So, well, thank you so much, Riley. That was very powerful. And for those listening, maybe hit the rewind button, listen to that again, take a few notes. If you didn't or haven't already, definitely listen to it again. But Riley, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, for sharing your story and uh, your testimony and advice with us. It's been a pleasure. Have a great mission. You're going to be a wonderful missionary over in South Carolina and give them heaven. Well, thank you. <laughs> If you or someone you know is preparing for or currently serving a mission, check out the Called to Serve Mission Journals using the description below. They are specific to each mission and are based on the state or national flag. They've got a nice clean look. And Elder Richard G. Scott once said, quote, Write down in a secure place the important things you learn from the Spirit. You will find that as you write down precious impressions, often more will come. Also, the knowledge you gain will be available throughout your life. Close quote. The official Call to Serve mission journals are now live and available for purchase. 
We now have all the Australia, Mexico, and most of the United States missions live, available now. If you have trouble finding the mission you're looking for, please send us an email at calledtoservepodcast at gmail.com. Tap the link in the description below to pick up your journal today.